92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Welcome back to give it to you as with 10 minutes and three seconds left in the second quarter. Chris Kalarvik broke through, got a little help from Mr. Taggy, pushed his way through, got a clean block, took it off the foot. And Malcolm Hartzog picked it up and ran it 30 yards to turn a 7-7 game into, for that moment, a real party at Memorial right. Stadium. You've been on special teams Look, it's not happened here. So when it happened, we speak a little louder about it. Right. How big was that for the game, for the for the team, for the players, for the fans? How big is a play like that on special teams? Oh, that's huge. I mean, it's a it's tie game, and uh, you know, it's an opportunity to do that right there, and um, you know, to make a play, and it's something that we hadn't done up until then, and. Uh, so I mean, it's huge. It's huge for the players to give them belief. It's it's huge. It's huge. Sometimes you got to call those type of pump blocks to get guys to play more aggressive. It's almost like sometimes if you have like a young defense or young players, you know, instead of getting him, you know, thinking so much, get him on the move. Same thing when you know um, special teams get some guy. You know, Chris Kalorvik. You look at a guy with the you know size and speed type of thing. He should, you know should be a pretty good factor on uh, special teams along with Taggy, who's was really good on special teams last year. And then you got the young man, Hartzog, that, you know, was able to scoop and score. And so it, it was a game changer and a momentum changer to to get it. And then next thing you know, we're up 21-7. Now what they can learn from is kind of watch this game. We're up 21-7, and we can learn from it as a staff and as a, you know, offense, defense, and special teams. Okay, well, now we're up 21-7. It might not be 21-7 the next time. We might be up 17-7. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, there's – so many minutes going in and half. Now we need to, we need to get better as a football team going in the half because we came out pretty good. Now, which is in that we, we should talk about that, right? Notoriously, Nebraska has been horrible coming out of halftime, mm-hmm. right? Well, what they do? Come right out. What they score? We scored. Defense stop. Score again. Defense stop. Right, so it's and it, not. It, not not that easily, but obviously he came out and we didn't lose the game being 21-21 after we lost all the momentum in the third quarter. Now the fourth quarter is where we kind of, you know, um, you know, separated ourselves. So that's where I was a little wrong. But them coming out and playing better, especially defensively in the third quarter, it was really refreshing, especially after going in and not playing well. And I think um, those are the things you can work on. You can look at four minutes or whatever it is going into half, offensively really hone in on why we were stymied, you know, in the third quarter, which was a lot of self-induced wounds. And then we could talk about, okay, well, this is what we didn't do for a quarter and like some change. This is what we did do for this fourth quarter. So let's, we got to mix both of them and eliminate that third quarter kind of lull um, because we can play good football for four quarters. We're allowed to do that. And this is how we can do it. 
Well, I love the fact we figured out that there's no law against Nebraska blocking a punt. Like that was like, yeah, that cool. was great. Yeah, that was, it was good. And then next thing you know, mm-hmm. if we can get a punt return or something, then you can kind of get guys to believe in it a little What's bit. What's the problem with the punt return thing? Why is it the, the, this so difficult here? More difficult here at Nebraska than anywhere I've ever been around. Well, Trey had a good return. Um, just got to do a really good job of guys holding up. How long into your Nebraska career were you on special teams? What do you mean? How long into so it? I was on special your teams first play, every, every your year, first every, play, right? Your first yeah, play, my whole career, yeah, yeah. Like it just, I, I pay attention. I was on, to I was on special teams, and if I, if I ever was off of special teams or like getting a you know a rest or a blow, right? I mean, I, st- I was I always took notes and studied because I know I'd get in there. Yeah, and I thought from 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 this this vantage point that the crowd became i mean it was already at a good level but the punt block turned it into what i felt like was it a be. real yeah. husker crap right yeah i mean that can do it i mean special teams should be looked at as an opportunity to do something special punt punt return kick kickoff return do something special Just i mean see- some, something could be you know really like Bushini hitting the punt and coffin corner it. That's mm-hmm. huge. Or it hitting on the three yard line, taking a bounce, and Nebraska's gunner or a coverage guy jumps and knocks it back in, and we we got them started at the two yard line. So it's just things that can you know you need to embrace, and hopefully that play will catapult them as a special teams unit to continue to have a positive effect in a game altering effect in our way every game. From the text on, Drew says this, I love seeing some butt-cheering and accountability. What I love is most of the athletes on both occasions, were, were, they looked their coach right in the eye. Um, that's respect. Um, it's also uh, relieving to see players pulled when they aren't getting the job done, even if it's your quarterback. And quarterback's a u- unique position for it's, pulling yeah, players. Yeah, you're the only one, and everybody notices it too. <laughs> right? You know, sometimes if a lineman gets pulled, it might take you like two or three plays before you know if he's in there because you don't know if it's like an extra lineman or, uh, you know, or whatever, you know, maybe a different, you know, group going in. So, um, hey, look, man, that's part of football. That, again, it, just because you get pulled doesn't mean you're not going to go back in. You know, I think they said they, you know, Grant kind of sat down for a little while because they said he wasn't seeing the field or whatever. Yeah, so, yeah. He, I mean, he's like one of the top leading rushers in the nation. And it can't be, you know, it's not – always a punishment it's sometimes it's done to help you um nobody likes getting a true competitor different vantage different vantage is important guys do you want thicker fuller hair do you desire lustrous luscious locks that you can run your fingers through maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S.-licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So, guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to roco slash fuller. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's roco slash fuller. 
And that's sometimes and sitting on the bench. And when you have a young team that doesn't have any established players, I mean, that's the way it's got to yeah, be. Sitting on the bench. Uh, from the text line, Jay, the question is, what's the difference? Uh, what's the purpose? What's the mission behind associate head coach versus assistant coach? Uh, well, assistant coaches, I think you're just primarily a position coach. I think when you're associate head coach, I think you're like right in, you know, you're somebody that the head coach comes to for advice. I think, I don't know what it is. I mean, there's some associate head coaches that is just a name and some are just really heavily involved with like kind of de facto head coach. So it kind of depends on the structure is. Is that next in line? Is that next in authority? It can be. Or it gives you more authority to kind of police some things and, and do some stuff. So it just kind of depends on – that's very team by team. I, I'd I mean, love to know what what is put in the contracts and what's the additional responsibility of being – Yeah, I don't know. An associate head coach. Like yeah, there's know. a reason legacy is picked up. And if you're the head coach, you're doing it to either keep a person or you're afraid that you're going to lose your job. Well, nobody that is afraid is going to lose their job is going to promote somebody as associate head coach. I think sometimes, you, you know, Bill Walsh and all those guys with their – and, like, Mike Tomlin and Bill Cowher, sometimes you you have a – this is the pro level, you have associate head coach, right, where you're kind of grooming them and, and helping them become a head coach. So you're not afraid. You're like, this dude has a lot of potential, so well, they need – Well, that's where I was uh, I was going with it. Yeah, is, you, need, it you have somebody that has a lot of potential. Like, like I need – you know, you have – some positive things that are coming into that you already bring that you can both learn from. And, and that's a part of coaching. If you're coaching, if you, if you're, and this is in general, this is flat when it has to do with sports, it's in particular coaching and down there. If you're afraid, if you, if you're doing anything because like you're insecure, that's not going to work. If you're like, Hey man, you know, if you, 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 if you're, you know, that that because you're you're already a professional, you're here for a reason. It'll seep out of your pores in some form or fashion. If you're, you know, you know, making up some bootleg rules or something like that because you want to make up rules just to make up rules, right? Like, in in I always say like this: if if Ohio State's not doing it, then why are you doing it? T- convince me right now, mm. right? Because if Ohio State's doing it and they're not afraid of it, then why you? Because you ain't Ohio State. So if Alabama's not doing it, and then you're doing it, then explain to me what makes you – you get what I'm saying? I always try to look at it real simple. Like why go in there and try to do something that the best people in the in the world ain't doing? Copying success is one of the easiest way to turn to bad, and then put bad, your, then bad put coaching your, situations And then put good. your little spice on it. Yeah, turning bad, bad ones into good. Uh, Jay, Mickey made – Several comments today, and he used the word that you've used, and he spoke about it with the same passion. He called this team tough. How long of a journey has that been? Well, I mean, for him, probably. <laughs> for him, he's like, hey, yeah. man, well, he going, he's leaving from LSU. He's like, hey, this is kind of this is different. I think <sighs> tough, it could be different. You got to be tough mentally. You got to be tough physically. You got to be tough spiritually. You got to be tough in the, in the things that you got to continue to show up. You gotta be tough to take hard coaching. You gotta be in tough a lot of ways to take praise as well, because you can't let praise soften you up and lower your expectations and, and make you too comfortable. So, um, look, man. I mean, here's the thing: like you can coach kids as 
as hard as you you need to, right? Doesn't mean you don't have confidence in them. That means I know you can. I want the. I'm getting the best out of you. You can do. Better. So when you do that, then you're extremely confident because you know that you've pushed the guys, and so. You know, I th- I mean, I think he's you know again. I I said this from the get. He's speaking and breathing confidence into them, holistically and for real. So when he's saying it, he's meaning it. And then when if he's coming to Jay Foreman, say Jay, dude, you busting cover three, dude. You keep messing up, you're gonna be over there to be assistant coach for a little while. Do I like hearing it? No, but the reality is okay. I get it. Or I need to do this better. Or this is why you. Uh, I think I heard where he said that when he talked to Casey, Casey didn't like it and he explained it to him. Okay, well then in, in that case, these these kids and I learned this is where they they want to know the why. What, what here's what people don't understand by why kids want to know the why. They really want to know to make sure that you care about them enough to discipline them. That's what why means. That's really what it means. So they might not like the why, the reason, but they can understand the reason. If you show them the respect and you care about them enough to explain it to them. I loved what Mickey said today. One thing about my these players now, they're going to know that we can talk, that we can actually talk. It's a, it's well, a big it, deal. It, well, there's a thing like when somebody – when if they're here's what he means by that, or I can't speak for him, but here's the way I, I would interpret it. We're actually conversating, and I'm not just, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not snowballing you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, good. Look, lines of communication is good. Doesn't mean it's always going to be like open door, man. You know, peaches Just and cream. Being able, being able to have players talk, come in and get answers to their questions, so they can go back and get better. That's really what it is. We'll go through the break. We'll go back. We'll close out old school. Set you up for. Let's see what's happening. Oh, that's right. What's the word? Monday Monday night football pancakes. Talking tens and in the pocket. All here on 93.7 The Ticket. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.